Good morning, everyone. My name is Susan, and welcome to Unity Center for Positive Living. Glad you're all here. We're going to begin today with the daily word, and the word is actually, there are three of them pray for others. As I pray, I affirm the activity of God in your life and mine. I am honored by the trust of those who ask me to pray with them. Whatever I am asked to pray about, my responsibility is always the same, to recognize all qualities of God are active, even in the most challenging circumstances. I remain steadfast affirming this truth. If I have been asked to pray for healing, I release all thought of illness. I affirm divine life is active in every cell. I see harmony and perfect function restored. If I am praying for abundance, I entertain no thought of lack. I affirm divine wisdom, love, and understanding guiding the one with whom I pray to make wise, prospering choices. As I affirm truth for all who have asked for prayer, my awareness of God's activity in my life increases also. And from 3 John 1, 2, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health, just as it is well with your soul. And we will sing Surely the Presence while um, led by Alice and Linda. Thank you. 
as I walk through this wicked world, searching for light in the darkness of insanity. I ask myself, is all lost? Is there only
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, before you sit down, reach out and I was going to say grab your neighbor, but anyway, <laughs> shake somebody's hand, meet them, say hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Fred. Careful. Hi. Hi, Bam. He's a slide runner today. Oh, I missed the hugs. I'm now sitting for friends that are in uh, Hawaii watching their mother. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she did. <laughs> and from 3 to 4.30 today is Circle America. The um, current study is the 1916-19 project. And today, um, the third and fourth episodes of the movie are being discussed. And those are available on Hulu. And if you need more information, you can ask me later. Um, I know that in May and June, we need three readers. And who knows anything else that we need to announce? Tom. Next Sunday, or no, Mother's Day breakfast, yeah. Mother's Day breakfast, 8.30. Not next Sunday. Well, when? 
I think that's in May. In May. Thanks, Joanne. Second weekend. Okay. Fourteenth. All right, the fourteenth. But get ready. But get ready. Sure. That's right. We want something great. <laughs> there we go. Um, and that'll be at eight thirty in the morning. So guys, yeah. yeah, Well, guys have to show up at eight thirty. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're bringing the same thing you ladies brought us last year. That's right. That's no right. way. That's right. <laughs> oh, now wait. That's not fair. You guys said you were over it, but apparently not. <laughs> we love you unconditionally. You're gonna get a big breakfast, okay? <laughs> I I have one other. Okay. We. We need to sing happy birthday to somebody. Uh oh. Who's that? Who's that? Whose birthday is on Tuesday? Uh oh. Who is it? That would be. <gasps> okay, happy birthday to Susan. <laughs> song of joy. It is a Karen Drucker song brought to us by Dallas and Linda, and it is You Are the Face of God. I hope. 
Today is going to be given by Tom. Good morning. I'd like to do a reading from the Unity booklet, Healing Thoughts. It opened up to forgive. Forgive and you will be forgiven. That's from Luke 6, 37. Which brings greater healing to a troubled soul? Giving or receiving forgiveness? Whether or not I receive the words of forgiveness I long to hear, I can always give forgiveness to myself and others. The very act of forgiving cleanses away irritating thoughts and begins a soothing, healing activity. As I remain willing to give and receive forgiveness, the days seem brighter. My relationships are enhanced by the love and harmony conveyed in forgiveness. As I step forward to forgive, I may even find that others are willing to meet me halfway. We are drawn together by our willingness to forgive. Such cooperation enhances my already stable relationships and restores the ones that need to be healed. I am willing to forgive and to be forgiven. That was perfect, thank you. And our meditation song is My Life is a Prayer, and you may remain seated. Oh, 
And if you would join me, please. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experienced. First, with every day, I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And today we will be saying the progressive Lord's Prayer followed by the Alleluia. So please join me. Our Creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come, I am thy will being done. I am on earth, even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life, even as I am also all life forgiving me. I am leading all people from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. For I am the kingdom, I am the power, and I am the glory of God in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. Get in here. 
printing issues this morning. So here we are. Ooh, there we go. That's big enough to see. All right. Okay, so everybody lately, this has been all week long. What you do? Are you okay? So here's my new fashion statement. Okay. Don't know how long it's gonna last, but this is the bottom line. Couple weeks back. Oh no, for a while now, you know, I sleep on that side, I wake up, my arms numb. Okay. Gosh, chiropractic, that helps my skin. Woke up a couple weeks ago and it didn't, it wasn't just numb, it ached. Everything ached. And the ache didn't go away. It just kind of hurt more as days went on. After a few days, my poor husband had to help me put my clothes on and get out the door ready for the day. And I continued on because I'm going to power through it. Can't be that bad. And then the third day that I'm walking around going, he says, you have to get that checked, you know. So I went last week where I was last Sunday, I was sitting in the urgent care up in Olympia where he says, well, how, lift, lift your arm. How far can you lift your arm? And he says, he says, that, that's all you can move. And I said, well, it'll hurt really bad if I do more. And he's like, okay. Got a lot of poking and prodding. And he says, well, I, I don't think it's, this and I don't know why it hurt there, so you're gonna rest it, hence the sling, right? And I'm gonna give you some anti-inflammatories. Like, all right, well, what what do you mean anti-inflammatories? He says, we'll just call it ibuprofen's big brother. Okay, so here I am a week later, and I have had six-ish days of anti-inflammatories, ibuprofen's big brother, and I'm sporting the sling. I can tell you that I have a pretty good range of motion. It only really hurts if I twist it and lift and do this in that direction. And oh my gosh, what did I just do? So I'm going to be a good girl and I'm going to continue with the sling until somebody tells me otherwise, um, which will hopefully be the orthopedic that I see tomorrow. So there is my fabulousness going on here. John, this was today was the first day I drove myself anywhere in a week. He's been a very good boy helping me get dressed in the morning, doing the dishes, helping me chop so that I can make dinner, all those things. Yes, so it's been, it's been a great week. Um, today we're gonna to talk about prayer. Why are we gonna talk about prayer today? Anybody have a thought why we might talk about prayer today? We should talk about it every day. We should talk about it every day, all right. I'll do like I do in class. Can anybody tell me why we might have we might be talking about prayer today. Daily. Oh, there we go. Okay. Thank you, Linda. Yes. Our daily word today was talking about prayer for others. We're going to talk about prayer in general before we talk about why we pray for others. So in the little book, How to Speak Unity by Temple Hayes, she answers the question, what is the meaning of prayer as follows? Prayer generally implies having spiritual communion with God or an object of worship through supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, or confession. Often the undertone of prayer is pleading, bargaining, and making amends with God. In unity and new thought, 
prayer is an affirmative declaration of things, events, and circumstances which we are accepting as truth. Please tell me you see the difference between traditional prayer and affirmative prayer. Amen. Thank you. In other words, we state in prayer that which we desire to see. Our prayers, when heard by others, have heartfelt responses because they are positive, inspirational, and affirmed as if the desire is so. Prayer does not change God. Prayer changes us. Our change is within our own minds and hearts in order to receive those things, events, and circumstances we desire. In prayer, we only state the conditions we want. We do not put into prayer the conditions we do not want. If someone is not well, the prayer is, thank you, God, for my health, rather than heal my illness. We believe God is omniscient. Therefore, we must also believe God already knows what we desire. Our prayers invite what we desire into being. Now, in Ellen Devonport's book, The Five Principles, Communion with God, otherwise known as prayer, is principle four. She states the principle as follows. Prayer is creative thinking that heightens the connection with God mind and therefore brings forth wisdom, healing, prosperity, and everything good. She goes on to question, as many of us might, if we are already creating our reality, then why bother to pray? Now, she answers this by reminding us about the first three principles and says that this fourth principle tests the first three principles. So principle one, God is all things, everywhere, and absolute good. Principle two, we are expressions of God like waves in the ocean, and we are divine at our core. And principle three, we create our own experience when we focus on something and consciously or not draw it forth from a field of limitless possibilities. So, prayer. The practice of communing with God is our test of belief in the realities that God is absolute good, that we are expressions of God, and that we are creating or experiencing by drawing from the limitless possibilities of God. It is this communing, this becoming one with God, that is the intentional practice in the first three principles. To believe in these principles can be difficult. They can. It forces us to accept our own role in our life circumstances. We can no longer fall back on blaming an arbitrary God with doling out good and bad with no apparent regard for our well-being. <laughs> On the flip side, we also have to accept that we cannot simply beg and plead with this separate being to give us what we want or we think we need. But rather, we have to accept our part in what we experience and make a conscious effort to change our thinking, change our focus, alter our reality. Devin Ford, Again, the five principles. I'll put it like this. The problem, however, is not with God, but with our image of a supreme being whose behavior, by our own description, is arbitrary and only sporadically loving. 
we humans have assigned these traits to God that spent centuries, then spent centuries bemoaning that God is not kinder and more protective. And we have continued to pray for kindness and protection against all evidence of the contrary. We've got our theory wrong. God is not the one pulling the strings, making things happen or not happen, keeping us safe or not. We are the ones deciding what shows up in our lives through our focus, our thoughts, our words, and our allowing. We are creating our own experience, whether we know it or not. But friends, prayer is the time we take to focus, to align ourselves in oneness with the divine and affirm that whatever we need is already ours. This is affirmative prayer. Prayer is our intentional connection with the divine. Our reaching out for what is ours. In affirmative prayer, we are remembering who we truly are as expressions of the eternal life force. And we are taking time to align our thoughts of the eternal life force and our feelings with our highest good. We affirm our well-being, that our needs are filled, and that there is no lack in the universe. Because the universe senses our vibration, prayer is more than the words we utter between dear God and amen. Every thought, every feeling is a prayer. i got to take a side note here on my all right. My son-in-law, Dylan, great guy. We're there visiting them in Florida, and he says, you could have any superpower, what would it be? All right. Now he's like, and I'm like, oh, don't want to read minds because there's some scary stuff in there. Um, maybe, maybe fly, that might be cool. Teleport, it could be anywhere in any moment. And said, I'm like, what? And he proceeds to discuss how everything in our universe is a vibration. It's all a wavelength. And so if you have the ability to harness vibration and hone it, you could fly. You could teleport. You could read minds. You could do any and all of the things that superheroes do if you have the power of vibration. <laughs> Side note on vibration. I was like, dude, that is some deep thinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was amazed that he could say it with a straight face until he gave his very heartfelt explanation about the superpower of vibration. So everything that we think and everything that we do is a vibration that we are sending out there into the universe. Affirmative prayer starts with a change in our mind a shifting consciousness to a oneness with God, a connection with our inner divine. Deepak Chopra's book, The Third Jesus, which is about the Christ consciousness that dwells in every human being. Sounds familiar. And he writes, at a deeper level, everything is unified and whole. When you ask for anything, the one is asking the one. God is asking God. And there is always a response. In this case, Response doesn't mean a yes or no from God. There is no judge deciding whether you are worthy or not. Those perceptions were born of separation. When Jesus told his followers that God sees 
was everything. He was describing the complete intimacy between the self and the intelligence that pervades the universes. Since you could not exist without being part of that intelligence, praying to God is circular, a feedback loop. So if I'm creating my reality and my prayers are my communication with God to affirm what is already mine, it's a lot of me and mine, why, do I always, why don't I always get what I want? <laughs> hmm. A perfect prayer simply means to remember that whatever we ask for in prayer is ours already. We affirm its availability. Remember the creative power of words. Never put into words anything you do not want. No matter what is happening in the moment, look past the appearance and speak only about what you want. Affirmative prayer is not the hope that things will get better, but the certainty that they already are. God is already here. Good is already here. We look past appearances, ignore outer circumstances, and affirm the truth of God in every situation. Prayer is not to solicit God, but to solidify us. It is to refresh and realign our minds and our hearts with the divine. It is to affirm the absolute good of the universe. It is to move from ego to soul to contact the Christ of our being. The purpose of prayer. We should not beg God for favors, but call forth that which is already ours. And prayer brings about miracles. If prayer seems to flow unanswered, it is not a decision by God to deny us what we want. It falls in one of two categories. We are attracting from an unconscious deeper desire. Or we are blocking the answer we want. So, I really want to win $10 million. No, I want it really bad. Do I really? Because then when I think about that $10 million, I think about all the places that it goes, and then is it really enough? And can I really be happy? Is it really going to do everything I want? No, my life's not so bad. Am I really putting out there that I want $10 million? Or am I putting out there the concerns and the worries that would come with $10 million? Therefore, telling the universe, I don't really want the $10 million because you know what? My life ain't so bad. So, what about surrendering to God, giving it to God, Jesus, take the wheel, all that? Surrender is living from the higher self. It is moving from ego to soul, expressing as Christ, rather than the flawed, frightened personality that is dominant for most of us. Surrender is not giving up ourselves, but becoming our best selves. Knowing that any desire springing from such a higher level of consciousness can be aligned with our good. So today, we were asked to pray for others. And if we are each creating our own life experiences, why bother? If I am creating my life experience, then why do I need you to pray for me? And vice versa. Well, prayer is the energy of our thoughts and feelings, and that energy can be directed towards specific outcomes. Whether it be my own or that of anybody else, we're all connected anyways. 
It can bolster the intention of the person that we are praying for. Unfortunately, for our loved ones, most of that passes for prayer in the projection of worry. Like my $10 million that I want, that I'm really kind of afraid of? Yeah. We form an opinion of what's best for others. We should feel well, live longer, stay married, have a healthy child, get a new job, without having a clue about why their soul came to this earthly existence to begin with and what lessons they are here to learn. The time we spend in prayer is too often focused on the lack of whatever is wanted and the fear it will not be given. Please, God, is not a prayer. It is a wail based in fear and doubt and the assumption that we know what is best for others. Eric Butterworth, who wrote about prayer in The Universe's Calling, described it this way. The child on the way home from school, the wayward youth who has run off to some commune, the husband with the alcohol problem, the friend in the hospital. You are putting the full weight of your consciousness, the vibration, on the side of their difficulty. And you must feel your concern. You must let go and release your loved one into God's care and keeping. The work to be done is in you, in your consciousness, not in the other person. The last thing we want to do when praying for others is to blanket them in our fear and anxiety. <laughs> Saying positive words won't mask a fearful vibration. The universe is not fooled by that. Just as our affirmative prayers can bolster the intentions of those for whom we pray, our fears can add to them at an energetic level. So yes, sometimes it is better not to pray. Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore said, prayer is not supplication or begging, but a simple asking for that which we know is waiting for us at the hands of our Father and an affirmation of its existence. My friends, please join me for a few moments of quiet as we have this meditation adapted from Devonport's work in the Five Principles. In the stillness of my heart, I turn to God within. In my heart, I know my oneness with the divine. In my heart, I fear nothing, want nothing, lack nothing. In my heart, I rest in the awareness of God's unyielding presence, and I take pleasure in our communion. My soul is the divine. My higher self is my access to God. I am an opening for God on the earth, and I let divine light and love flow through me into the world. I surrender to this knowing, this purpose, and to the blessings that flood my being as I allow the flow of spirit in and through me.
Thank you, Irene. So much goodness there. It's now time for our offering. And we would like to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by mail. And we continue to appreciate any checks that are sent here to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia. 98531. Also, uh, it's possible to donate on the website at unityofcentralia.net. And we want to thank you additionally in all the ways that you give that you give of your time and talent. So let's say our offering prayer together as we hold our offerings in our hands and hearts. Divine love. Blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Let's say our blessing and thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And it's time for our healing prayer. And today we talked about uh, praying for others. And so if there are people or situations that you'd like to focus our collective group healing energy on, um, please bring them up or hold it quietly in your heart. For all of those that we heard named and for those that you are holding in your own um, hearts and consciousness, we say, Beloved Mother, Father God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all, 
and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. And uh, based on what Eileen just said to us, I believe we could just say the second part of that, because uh, we don't have to ask, we can recognize that it's already happening. And together we will say our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. We'll sing the peace song, and while you are um, circling up, for great talk and reminders to Dallas and Linda for the music today, Johnny for the slides, especially love that one picture of all the fingers making the international peace sign. Uh, Tom for the reading and for hooking us all up so that we can um, be heard and seen. Yeah, that's it. And next week is our fifth Sunday, which we have a few times a year. And we're going to welcome Reverend John Wingfield as our speaker and uh, the musicians, uh, Becky Fratcher and um, Court, Matt Corey from, um, oh my gosh, up there. Yeah, more specifically though, um, thank you. Thank you, what would I do without you all? Thank you for being here. We're called out from the address. Especially love your side language. It helps. Okay, now let's go.
Thank you.